Hello and Happy New Year and welcome to the Founders Log, December 2022. Are you doing fine over there, Kyle? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I thought I'd give a little warning out beforehand about um, Polestar and Android Automotive. Right. Um, so uh, uh, over the weekend, YouTube, the YouTube YouTube music, they updated their app. Yeah. And now if you open the app to get it to play a song, it just crashes out oh. and all the time. And it's just like... I've spoken to YouTube on uh, Twitter, if you want to see the conversation. They've got no idea what Android Automotive is. No. Instructions, they give me instructions on what to do. Uh, it's all based on, like, the mobile app or the Android Auto one. And Android Automotive, they clearly haven't got a clue. And it just reminds me a bit of um, the Nexus phones Android Automotive does. I'm essentially paying to be a free, boot, free beta tester for Google because Android Automotive is it's buggy. It's always been no. buggy. And then you get some stable editions, and then they'll send out another edition where it's 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 broken. But you also get with the apps the apps because there's not a lot of users of Android Automotive. So people like Spotify, clearly YouTube, Google's own one, they don't put as much effort or testing into that app before they roll out the updates. Yeah, and because there's not like a a standard version of Android. Like if you buy a, a Pixel phone, that's Google's flavor of Android. Um, but with Android Automotive, it's as Android was when it first came out, Google makes the software, but then they give it to all the manufacturers to do the, their own customizations and stuff on that. So there's lots of variations of how it works and versions like that, and it just causes these problems. So I was driving over to uh, the racetrack that I race at, and I just couldn't get any songs to start. I, I, I pulled over, cleared the cache, cleared all the data, uninstalled the app, put it back on, and now uh, every time you every time you hit the play button, it just it plays the first note and then crashes. Oh dear. It just disappears off the screen. The the app does nothing to do about it. So that was a. I ended up Bluetoothing from my phone, which I think I might just carry on doing that for the time being. I take it with your vehicle, you can't plug your phone in and use Android Auto like I do. No, you can't because it's an Android Automotive, which is weird because Android Automotive you can put CarPlay over the top of it. Yeah, but you can't put Android Auto over it. And Android Auto at the moment is a better experience than Android Automotive. Yeah. It's more reliable because it's running off your phone and. It's running off a much better, much more used version of Android where Google's putting effort into it. So it's, it's kind of back, throw me back to the Nexus days of when I had the Nexus phones from Google and I was essentially a beta tester for them because you'd always have that where it'd be okay, stable for one edition, then something would happen and it'd just be buggy as hell until some other update came out. Yeah, I get you. I get you. The car itself, as you know, is fantastic to drive. Everything about it's great. We'll build quality, but it's let down by Android Automotive and these, these bugs that happen every so often. Yeah, that sounds like Google all over, doesn't it? If it's not their primary focus, you end up with a buggy thing to use. Yeah, yeah. Well, throwing back to December, because this is what we're going to be talking about. So we, we started December. I did a site visit to Global Pump and Seal, which I've been with Kimberly IT for probably a decade now. Right, okay. And they, they have featured in a, a client story seven years ago, one of the first client stories uh, ever done. They featured in there, and uh, their banter is still up to form, Carl, it's, uh, <laughs> right, okay. when I go and visit them. I get you, yeah, because they but, yeah. but they love it. Everything was working. They, as, as we know, they're pretty quiet. They rarely get in contact, and everything just works fine. If they do get in contact, it's printers because printers always break. But yeah, apart from that, they uh, everything's working perfectly for them. So very yeah. happy. Well, that's good. I was over in a, a for, in form accounting. They've moved offices in Birmingham from Sutton Coldfield to Mere Green, just to slightly north there. And I went over to make sure all the new Wi-Fi equipment went in. Everybody could get connected with PowerPoints and stuff like that. It was a it, nice office. It really had some nice work done. Glass partitions, two floors. Nice job. Well, I did a visit a week after you visited just to see how their new team members were getting on with 
yeah. using Google Workspace and the systems. But as you know, everyone uses Gmail and stuff like that in their private life. So making the change to uh, and using Google Workspace in the business is very, very simple. No training required because everyone's using it personally. Yeah. Anyway. yeah, they seem to be pretty, they didn't really seem to have any issues. They've been with us for at least eight years. And also they've they've uh, featured in two or three client stories. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And they've grown significantly. There's a lot of them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only problem with their new office, which they'll openly say, is the, is the parking around Mere Green. It's just oh, really, really hard. Yeah, yeah there's, there's very little in that area. It's double yellows everywhere. Yeah, they've got their own little area to park, which holds about five or six cars. But if they're all taken, then um, it's hard to find a place or space. Indeed. Yeah, absolutely. And then December finished off with a flurry of uh, businesses contacting us and booking video calls to find out more about what we offer and the personalities behind Kimberly IT. Yeah, we've had quite a few of those. Yeah, yeah. still need to convert some, but but but, but, but we have got had uh, an influx of leads, which has been good. And there's been quite a lot on the website chat too. Yes, yeah, so we have to work out where they're coming from. Are they referrals? Are they coming off a pay per click? Oh, I know where they're coming from. Yeah, I'm not going to announce it on here though. But I know, I know where they're coming from. Oh, that's good. As long as we know where they're coming from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we know exactly where they're coming from. Um, new videos. We only did one new video uh, last month, which was yeah. how to send marketing emails through Gmail using the the new marketing email feature. And for the first time ever, I sent that out to our whole client uh, base, mm. all the subscribers, all the yeah. users we yeah. look after, because we normally just announce it on social media and LinkedIn and places like that. But it went down pretty well, and um, some clients used it to send out um, Christmas greetings to their their client bases using the rather than having to use a third party uh, marketing email client uh, service or client. You see how many people open that then? You can't. Okay. No, you can't at the moment. You could, uh, you could, you could if you put like a tracking um, mm. uh, pixel in the email. If you're using one of those systems, then you could. Uh, but no, it doesn't have any reporting whatsoever at the moment okay. right, on, okay. um, on who's opening it, stuff like that. Yep. New blog post. So two two blog posts went live. Deploying BYOD at your company with Google Workspace. And when I did that one, a significant portion of that blog post is written by ChatGPT. Yes. So because uh, writing about BYOD, I found out it was actually kind of boring. So I, I just put in what I wanted it to do for which service. And it came back with some decent content. Of course, I have to edit, edit it and stuff like that. It's not just a, a cut and paste job. But it gives you an idea of what to write about, and it also will give you a couple of paragraphs. Actually, they're decent enough quality just to uh, paste in there. Yeah, that's true. You can never dump the whole lot in there because you've also got to check it to make sure it's correct because its data set only goes up to twenty twenty one. So any anything that's happened after that, and you know how Google Workspace changes over time, it won't know about that stuff. So you may have to edit some things and or add some stuff if it's missing it. Yeah, that's very true, and it doesn't always get it right first time. You have to go, that's not correct, and then it'll come back with the right answer. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Just say you're wrong. Okay. Here's the right answer. It's funny how it does that. I also updated a blog post on why you should not forward emails as attachments because this is an old Microsoft Outlook thing where they they allow people to drop an email into another email. And it puts that .eml extension on it, which Outlook loves, but third party clients don't like opening that. Um, right. I updated the blog post there because Gmail does now open the .eml files and has done for about two, 24 months or maybe 36 months. Yeah. Um, Previously, it didn't do that. Uh, however, update the blog post, but still recommended that people um, forward emails in the correct way by hitting the forward button rather than attaching an email to an email. 
Yeah, I saw Kelly do that this week. She dragged an email out of Outlook into another email, and I said, you know, that's one of the most hated things in IT you've just done right there. We it's, hate- also, it's also hated for people who are on mobile phones because they're still not great at handling those type of things. Yeah, and I said, anyone who's not in Office 365 space isn't going to be able to deal with that either very well. It's, don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll go on to finishing off with our assistance and support statistics. So because um, December is a mm-hmm. quite a, not quite a month but it's a shorter month in that yeah. people normally have a week off near the end uh we got contacted 76 times which was down 33 percent, which is actually a good thing that down is good because it means those people are contacting us which means that they don't need assistance and they don't need support yeah um but it'll probably go up this month just because it's a you've got that extra week about those uh, 76 people that got in contact 58 were asking for assistance wanting to know how to do something better and the remaining 18 were asking for something to get fixed um, probably printers and maybe some legacy accounting software. There was a lot of updates to accountancy software for January, yeah. Yep. And then um, 47 of those people sent a response and sent a message and we responded to them and got them back to work within five minutes. And the remaining 29 took just under 30 minutes to do anyway, between five to 30 minutes. Yeah, that's pretty great. And there was no one that took any longer than that. So there was nothing that we needed to send off to Google support. That does remind me, though, I did have to send something off to Google support for you and us, where they owe us £54.47. And the person I was talking to at support has literally no idea about financial terms or anything at all. Replying back in broken English, got absolutely nowhere. At one point, they were saying that we owe them £54.47. And then at the end, at the end, their last email, they confirmed everything I've been saying. Yeah. and then close the ticket. It's like I wrote a terrible review about that uh, support case because sometimes I've written bad ones in the past and someone's got in contact about it. Okay. Of course, that doesn't happen anymore because Google support's been outsourced to some companies probably hiding all that stuff from Google. So Google may not even be aware how crappy their support is. Yeah, there's a good chance of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just terrible. Um, going back to our stuff, 69 subscribers, they contacted us through our instant message service. And oddly, we had seven people opt to uh, email us this time which is it's not the quickest way, but uh, they still get a response within 30 minutes, as you can see from the stat before. Yeah. And out of everyone that contacted, we believe 11 of those would not needed to go in contact if they'd had regular training. Indeed. And that's our summary. Have you got anything you want to add? No, I don't think I do. It was, it was, it was as you said, it was relatively quiet in December, really. It, it was... It was quiet in one way and busy in others. Busy with people contacting us about possible support, but quiet in terms of projects and things like that. You, you don't get much done in December. Yeah. And when you've got a lot of accountants as well, you don't get a lot done because they're really busy. I always find that there's an increase in, in leads generally in December because decision makers and stuff like that have a bit more of a quiet period to think about what they're going to be doing in the new year. And yeah. IT is one of the things that normally comes up on their plate, yeah. which they finally have some time to look at. Yeah, that's right. But anyway, uh, that's it for December, and we'll be back at the start of February for our January recap. Okie doke. Sound. See you soon. Bye-bye. See you later. Ta-da.